Hey, one fans, Andy here. We're going to Cisco Live, and we can't wait to see you there. If we see you wearing an A1 or Cables to Cloud shirt at Cisco Live, we'll enter you in our giveaway that includes a bunch of cool prizes like an A1 branded Yeti cup and an OCG of your choice from our friends at Cisco Press. Don't have a shirt? No problem. Head to the link in our bio and grab yours today. See you soon. This is the Art of Network Engineering Podcast. podcast will explore tools, technologies, and talented people. We aim to bring new information that will expand your skill sets and toolbox and share the stories of fellow network engineers. Welcome back, friends. It's so good to see you again for another episode of The Joy of Networking. I don't know about you, but it's that time of year and I'm certainly feeling a little spooky right about now. Let's just run with that feeling and see where it takes us today, Okay. Let's start out with a nice wooded area for a backdrop. Gotta set that scene, you hear? Hmm. Maybe let's do a little log cabin off to the side here. I know a lot of network engineers that would love to go off the grid in this cabin. Speaking of which, let's draw in a little howdy packet right in front. Now that's the happiest little beard I ever did see. Now I did say I was feeling spooky, so let's work on a little graveyard over here. What should we put on those gravestones? Hmm. Here lies token ring. I got the tinglys just thinking about that. Maybe next to him, we'll put a stone for the old T1 circuit. He's not quite dead yet, but maybe he just wanted to get his affairs in order. That sounds responsible. I wonder if Dan still wants to hang out here now. I'm not going to judge. We'll change his ear-to-ear grin to a half-concerned smile there. I think we need one more piece here. Oh, I know. It'll be winter before you know it. Let's give our old friend the spanning tree bear a nice little cave home to hibernate. There. I think that looks just wonderfully terrifying. Thanks for stopping by, friends, and stick around for the art of network engineering. Thank you, Tim Ross. I am am Master Chief No Blinky Blinky. Happy Halloween from your friends at the Art of Network Engineering. He is Simba. Simba, how you doing this week? Uh, Kuna Matata. <laughs> Happy Halloween. You're probably going to listen to this in February. Yeah. <laughs> this is our Halloween Valentine right. special. <laughs> Nothing to get you in the mood than a little spookiness. Right, right. (laughs) Andy, how you doing? He is uh, at Andy Labtef at uh, permitipandyandy.com. Also, Simba or or Mufasa. No, Simba. That looks like Simba. That's Simba, yeah. Yeah. How are you doing, Andy? I think I look like a Hasid. Uh, Good, man. Thank you. I'm... uh... Things are good. I'm, I'm tired from some crazy maintenance windows, but there's an end in sight. We're having my son's birthday party this weekend at the house. I'm pretty psyched for that. Um, good things are ahead. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Thanks, Love it. Tim Ross. Tim, I'm back so again. sad. You're back home. You were here and now you're gone. We had so much fun. We did. I I really uh, need to thank you guys. I, I got to spend some time up in the 
Vermont mountains. And I really did like, like people always say they come back from stuff like that and they, oh, they feel so refreshed and, and life is good. You know, Zandy, if you will. Mm, mm. But you know, I, I didn't believe it, you know, and then I got home and it's like, wow, I, I, I actually feel kind of better now. got some of that mountain air and the streams and, and, uh, this may have to go offline, but there were some, some weird dudes jumping in a Creek. I don't know what was going on there, but we, we, we don't have to get into that right now. But other than that, yeah, it was now that was spooky. There's there's a story. Um, there's a story, there's a story there, but no, I had a great time. I, I feel great. It is, it is good to be home, but I do miss my new Vermont family and, uh, your son, your AJ son, Timothy, uh, also, Tim drew me a picture, and it's actually up on hanging up on the wall here. So it's uh, awesome. That's all awesome. as well. That's uh, awesome. T- Tim here had a petrified look on his face most of the time because whenever me or my <laughs> wife would yell at my son Tim, we thought he thought that we were yelling at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wrong, Tim. <laughs> Yeah, I was in the doghouse or thought I was most of the time. There. <laughs> uh, Dan, how are you? Dan at Howdy Packet. Howdy, howdy. I'm doing good. I, uh, I've been doing some work on this house. I uh, replaced a toilet tonight. Mm. Um, <laughs> An so, empty toilet? Yeah, I, I got a little bit of dust on me, but that happens. I'm good. I'm Was good. the shitter full? Is that why you can't? No. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was just a really old one. So uh, we uh, uh, swapped it out with a nice, nice white one. Ooh. Nice new, wait, 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 wait. What color was the other one? <laughs> was it, 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 was was a, it a water closet? It was an oak. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was a good old oatmeal color, you know, uh, yeah. straight oh, from the eighties. Dude, that was that was classy back then, man. It was not no more. Though. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. All right, well, we do have a guest this week, but before we introduce the guest, we're going to cut to some wins. <laughs> and now it's time for the wins for this week. Winning in our Discord channel is Chris Morrison. They passed the CCNP Encore exam. Congratulations, Chris. That's a big one. Hoobastank Pilgrim. Boy, that sounds really familiar. I think they just got their uh, AWS Cloud Practitioner last week. And this week, they got the AZ900, the Azure Fundamentals. Congratulations. I can relate so much to this next win. Smiling Chris from the Discord made it through a trip to the hardware store and the projects that followed with his wife, and he's still married. Sometimes those trips and projects can be tough. And James Glenhouse passed his AWS Solutions Architect Associate exam. Congratulations, James. That's all the wins for this week. If you want your win to be read in the podcast, you can go to artofnetengine.com forward slash IAATJ for it's all about the journey and join our Discord. And whenever you have a win, whether it's personal or professional, you can drop it in the winning channel and we'll read it here right on the podcast. Welcome to new patreon craig johnson we thank you so much for your support as a patreon member of the art of network engineering if you're interested in becoming a patreon you can go to patreon.com forward slash art of net we thank all of our patreons and all of our listeners for your support of what we do here on the podcast now 
back to the show. Those are the wins for this week. Uh, our, we have a very exciting guest. I am super happy to finally, finally get him on the show. Uh, you've seen him on the, the Twitter sphere. You probably follow his blog, and if you don't, you should. Uh, he's a Cisco champion. I'm given to understand we're going to hear him on Cisco Champions Radio, radio real soon. Uh, it is Gerard. Gerard, thanks for joining us, man. Gerard. What's going on, everyone? I am... Listen, first of all, thank you all for having me. Being here has been something that's like, I got to get on. I got to do this, right? But I also <laughs> think it's kind of like a full circle thing because I remember when I was talking to AJ about maybe about a year ago or so, mm-hmm. and we were just back and forth for hours. He's like, dude, I'm, I'm starting this podcast, and I followed it, right? Like like all the content like we make individually, collectively, and I followed it like since I haven't missed one episode. So it's awesome oh, to you. be here to watch it grow. <laughs> to see where from the beginning, like meet the team and, you know, just all these things. So it, it's awesome to finally be here. Yeah. I appreciate it, guys. No, oh, awesome, man. I, I think you're better at this than I am. I've definitely missed a few of the shows. <laughs> <laughs> it's, become, it's become part of my morning ritual, right? Like, you know, get the kids oh, to the bus man. stop, go to work, start it. Then I get into work and I finish it, you know, so. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks well, thank for being here. That. So uh, why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Who are you? What do you do? So my name, everyone, for those who know me, those who don't, I'm Gerard Cavallinas. Uh, you can find me on the interwebs at G Cavallinas. I'm the founder of Tech House 570, which is my blog and brand who, you know, I specialize in helping people from all over, you know, and I, I'm part of this amazing community, the Art of Network Engineering. It's all about the Journey Discord. You'll find me in there. Um, I started it as initially just kind of as an outlet to relax, right? Like just something I love writing. I love technology. And I married those two passions. And then almost two years later and it's become something so much bigger. I've helped so many people. Uh, I'm still helping a bunch of people, you know, just whether you're looking to get into the industry, you know, your seasoned vet, you're not sure where to go. Uh, definitely pivot. So I'm always available to help. I'm currently an IT specialist for a huge healthcare organization, but tomorrow will be my last day in that role. And on the first, I will be transitioning over to Helliance Systems, which is a managed service provider based out in Philly. I'm going to be a managed services system analyst, but my role will be varying, right? So I'll be doing maintenance windows, patching servers, networks, doing the build outs, working with some awesome gear. So new role, new challenges, and I'm ready to go. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations. Man. That sounds like man. a great so opportunity. Thanks. It is. And, and like I said, there's just so much growth, so much forward path. So it's just, it aligned perfectly with what I'm doing right now in life. Awesome. It was a no-brainer. Philly meetup. Now, be, before we get <laughs> too much further into your story, I, I got to ask. Where do you get your energy from? Because you have more of it than my kids. <laughs> it's funny, right? So my son, Benjamin, he's my youngest. So we have a six-year-old, a seven-year-old, with five kids. For Pretty much everybody knows I'm big in my family. My family's the most important, right? Like without my wife, without them, I couldn't even do this. So like huge shout-out to my wife because I love her. And without her, I couldn't even be sitting up here with you guys. So my son, Benjamin, he's two. I have a one-year-old and a three-month-old. And I think he has way more energy than me, but I think it's just they, you know, they keep me going, right? Like I always, and I keep myself busy. I learned when I early, especially on like my teenagers, like just be busy. I like doing something. I don't like sitting still. I don't, I, I got to keep moving, right? My mind's got to keep going or, cause that's when, you know, the boredom kicks in. That's when you're like, holy shit, what am I doing? You know, like I, I just, I'm always moving. I'm always active. When I sleep, I don't sleep, you know, like the brain's always going, which that can be a good <laughs> and bad thing, but <laughs> 
Never stops, man. Yeah. Never stops. Yeah. Every, every time I turn around, I see Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. It's like that yeah, Rockwell yeah. song. Somebody's watching me. And I'm just. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's the significance of the 570, Tech House 570? So Tech House 570, 570 is the area code, right? Because uh, I'm based out of Northeastern PA. Okay. Scranton's where uh, my home is. So, you know, home of the office. Everybody knows Scranton, the office. It's kind of like synonymous at this point. And 570, I just felt when I was, you know, creating the brand and I had the name, I was like, I think that'd be cool. That has a nice ring to it. 570, like, you know, you're representing the area. Yeah, and yeah. I don't remember what I saw that inspired me, but yeah, that's that's how the name came to be. Nice. So what happens if you move? I was just going to say that. You going to change that brand? Uh, no, we're just going to do a subdivision of the brand and it'll just be something else. <laughs> no numbers in it. No, no Dan, there's the, the number portability act. He can take it with him wherever he goes. It's fine. That, I got to look at that. <laughs> hey, I was just curious, you know. Awesome. Uh, well, Gerard, I am aware that you have kind of like a, a storied past, man. You, you've done a lot throughout your career. And, and so I want to dig right into that. So uh, let's hop in the old time machine and, and go back to, you know, what got you into tech? So it's funny, right? And I've written about this. It was kind of part of my, the very first blog piece that I've, I've ever written. So Tech House 570, check it out. Shameless plug. <laughs> no shame. I, I, you know, technology, I always love tinkering, right? I always love things. But the one that did it for me, the story was I got grounded, right? Because my stupid, I yell at my kids now because they'll do something. And then I think back like, man, I did that same stuff, right? And then I remember I got grounded. My ass did something stupid. I was like, you know what? It's like I said something. My mom goes, go clean the basement. I was like, all right. So there's three computers down there. And I'm trying to, it was a, it was a Dell Inspiron. Actually, there's two Inspirons. And I think uh, Compact Rosario. I'm trying to remember the third one, but. She goes down there. I go, Mom, do any of these work? She goes, nope. I was like, well, what's wrong with them? She said, I don't know. Figure it out. And that was really, like, believe it or not, that's what kind of kick-started my love of technology. Like, I was in my basement just with a screwdriver, just messing around, right, tearing it apart, tearing everything apart. And, I, and then eventually I did fix one. And when I fixed one, right, like, the rest is history because, like, I loved how it worked, like, the troubleshooting, the thought process. Like, how does this work? How do you – you know, figure out like, like, what do these components do? And then when I was old enough, I started really kind of looking more, you know, like as much as you could, because back then, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of online resources. But when I could, I I registered for uh, the Career Technology Center in my area. And that was our location, that is our locational, vocational educational school. I signed up there. And then I went there for three years for computer maintenance. After I did that, I started really, you know, working in retail, right? Because retail for me back then, you know, the story was you got into retail, you were like, it right like you know there wasn't a community like this there wasn't twitter linkedin i don't even think there was myspace it was just you know who you know and i I knew somebody and i got in and i just kind of kept going on climbing that ladder and i really wanted to master like computer repair pc repair because the way i've always viewed it which i'm sure times have changed drastically the way i always viewed it was like pc repair is kind of like your building foundation right like you built upon there and then you could go into networking or you could do programming and this was before automation Mm. for sd win Mm. for all that so I said, okay. So then my last time, I used to bounce between like Geek Squad, Circuit City. I thought I was like, cool shit. Like, oh, they're going to pay me 50 cents more? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I, like, I was. They're like, oh, you'll give me more money? Like, I was always looking to like better myself, even when I was like 16, 17, 18, 19. And uh, I went ahead. And when I landed at, at Geek Squad my last time, I really got into networking, like my last time before I moved up. And that's where I fell in love with networking because I had to redo the cable drops and there was a switch 
rack to the side. So I started configuring that. And that's how my love of networking came in. And then I just kept going up from there. Hmm. Right. Like I got hired at a bank. I worked for Bank of America for seven years as a network technician, network admin, doing cable runs. They had old, uh, what did they have? The old PBX system. It was an old Nortel system. So, like, they, everything was cross-connect based. So, I used to have to, like, trace out the cross-connect, find the cross-connect to which rack panel port it was, and then go back to the switch, yeah. see what rack panel port, like, the old school way. And uh, Gerard, quick question. Just kept, quick question. Yeah. You got a job at Bank of America as a network technician. Mm-hmm. Did you have any certifications, any formal education? Well, I had my high school diploma and then I had my career technology center degrees, but I didn't have any certifications whatsoever. Right. That's amazing. And, you know, it's kind of, and what, yeah. was that career certification? Was it like a certificate, a diploma? It's a certificate, right, from the okay, Career Technology okay. Center. Yeah, it was a Votech certificate. It said you gotcha. could do this program. I got it like a week or so before I uh, before I graduated high school. But your passion for so, technology and what you were learning and your knowledge, I guess, just kept getting you the next better job, right? Yeah, and and it's one of those things like like so so the job that I'm I'm moving into I'm very blessed and fortunate and humbled I this it landed in my lap right like I wasn't looking I wasn't those other ones I felt like I put a little more in just because I had to prove it and I've always felt like no matter what you do or accomplish just keep going right like I have to prove that because I need to know like I didn't have any certifications I didn't have. I just had, hey, I worked here in retail. I'm looking for that next step in my career. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, he was, you know, he, he gave me that because he's like, he saw I was hungry. But the cool part was, and I'll never forget this when, so our, our district manager, regional manager, and all that stuff, they were based all over. Like one was in Delaware, one was in Philly, one was somewhere else. And we took us out to Ruby Tuesday. He's like, you're the youngest network technician I've ever hired. I thought that was so cool. <laughs> yeah. I was only, I was like, I was that 21 cool. at the time. 21 and i'm working with guys that, that are older than me that are like not just entitled but like way senior than me like these guys have been doing infrastructure for like 15 years yeah 20 years they've got like i'm just i'm literally coming in as green as you can and be how did you find like, that yeah. job because you kind of worked your way through best buy and the local places and retail yeah. like how did you I w- believe it or not i believe it or not craigslist okay <laughs> like of all the places because <laughs> there nice. wasn't linked there wasn't linkedin yeah. you know what i mean like so i was no, just like yeah. i was looking mm. i was just looking for jobs like google and search and i found it on craigslist mm. And I'll never forget it because I'm like, oh shit, this is a scam. Like, I don't know if I should, I don't know if I should quit here. I don't know, like, but I did. I applied, and I'll never forget the recruiter. It's crazy talking to you guys. You know those every like the spark. His name was EC, and he was out in Dallas, Texas, and he was just like, hey Gerard, what's going on, man? I was like, what's going on? And you know, we did what I had to do. Gave me the formal offer, and I got in. Wow. So, so I, I, I want to back up a little bit because I don't want to gloss over the fact that you, you worked in Geek Squad because we've had a number of guests on the show that have started oh, yeah. their te- tech careers in Geek Squad retail. And, and so I kind of want to pick that apart a little bit because I, I think that, you know, a lot of people in our audience are looking for a way to break in and that's a very viable option. So how how do you go from, you know, not having a job or working like, you know, whatever you do when you're 15, 16, 17 and get into Geek Squad and start getting that tech experience. So I think the cool part is, well, I know I'm I'm, on my life. I know today to get your first IT job and we've seen it in like Twitter posts, LinkedIn posts, it's changed so drastically. So what I mean by that is now you have like we have outlets and these communities, like the Discord server, right? Like there's just like, hey, you know, everybody just comes together. Back then, as I said, it was like who you knew or maybe, you know, I always heard this trick. And I, I don't know if this was ever true. They're like, if you apply really fast online when you do the application, uh, you know, they'll get you to the, to the thing, to like the head of the line fashion. I was like, I don't know about that. But, 
But of course I did it, and I mean it worked. But I can't confirm nor deny if that's the truth. But you know, Geek Squad and and, and Fire Dog and Cersei, those were such reputable brands, and like they're still you know they know even three years later, you know people know them, and I think like well I know that presented so many opportunities and still does right because it gives you not just a technical opportunity okay like you know to learn the fundamentals and then really from there you know through studying day-to-day you know all that stuff then you look at the customer facing piece like the Mm non-technical role how to not just troubleshoot issues resolve issues but deal with hostile customers Mm -hmm. and deal with people the soft skills for sure yeah right like so i just for me and i and this is how i viewed every job i always look if you could take one thing away from it what is it like what can Mm -hmm. you take away and that's, you know, for Geek Squad, I took away, you know, I added to my resume, my arsenal of skills, same with retail, network technician, gave me my first infrastructure job. This was my first time touching, I think, I remember it was Cisco, it was Catalyst 6500 series switches. Like, all of these experiences have just kind of layered upon one another, and that's what, you know, has led me to here. And then my other loves, so it's definitely, it's definitely not just technical, but non-technical, too. Like, what are your takeaways going to be? Mm-hmm. Do you think that you're a curious guy? Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a, there's a thread with a lot of like, you're in the basement, right? Trying to figure out how the computer works. And that, like, you know, that people like us seem driven by like, we got to know how it works and, and what it works. We're yeah. the only people in the family that knows how this stuff works. Like nobody else was fixing computers in your family. Right. Right. No. I always hope maybe my, my son will catch the technology bug. Fingers crossed. Like, I got two boys and three girls. So somebody's got to catch it. <laughs> and you said you just called yeah, I, applied to like Best Buy, right? Or Geek Squad, whatever yeah, it was, I, and like, yeah, yeah. W- went online and went online and applied. Because again, it was like, hmm. yeah, I knew like some friends, but it wasn't more like, oh, hey, you know, he could put it in a good word. It was literally at the time just apply. There wasn't LinkedIn. There was none of that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty yeah. amazing. And then you run into a switch, and you're like, wait, what is this? And now you're configuring a <laughs> well, switch. Well, like, the inter- interesting part to that too, the switch. So none of our drops were working when I was like reimaging the computers. And uh, that's what again, you know, the passion and the love. Well, they had my one friend. I, I love her. She's awesome. Uh, she, they had her doing it and she's like, I'm colorblind. They wanted her to rewire all the ethernet cables. She's like, mm. I can't. Oh man. When they're like, why? Yeah, that'll she's be like, tough. She's like, I'm colorblind. So I literally can't do the pinout. So then they're like, oh, so I started helping her. And then that's where I started, you know, resetting up the switch. And I was like, again, I was maybe 20, like 1920. And that was my first time ever touching a switch, not in a production environment, but you know, in a retail one where I can't really mess anything up too bad. <laughs> So I mean to stop you in your story. You were at Bank of America, you said, right? That's, yep. And what were you doing there? Uh, network. I was a network technician, network administrator. So you were configuring routers and switches. Yep. Hmm. And it's and, and now the crazy part was is I love the bank for seven years. So we got laid off. Like I think they did a massive layoff. It was like oh, 250,000 people. They were laying off engineers, project managers, because towards the end, what started happening those last like two and a half years or so, they started tying our hands, right? So I wanted to get way better at the configuring, you know, like what, what engineers do. And I, it didn't happen because they, they would have like a senior engineer hop on the bridge to do all the configuration, like apply the new config. And I was like, well, can I do that? And they're like, no, because of hmm. contractual issues. And I'm like, uh. And that was back from America, so kind, right? Yeah. So, so it's so, kind of like a double... It, it's kind of like a double win. How the hell did you pivot from I configured one switch at Best Buy to Bank of America hire me to manage their network? That's a big jump. Again, no certifications, no formal right. training. How did you get them I, I to mean, like you configured a I switch mean, I, and that's all they needed? I mean, I'm being facetious, not, but <laughs> No, yeah. I mean, I wish I could go back and tell you. Yeah. I think it was just more so because of the and this this too, and I'm you know, I'm sure we'll touch base upon it, a majority of my career, like 
I'd probably say eight tenths of my career, I've, I've been a generalist. I've held centralized roles, but I've been a generalist. So what I mean by generalist is, yeah, I could racket stack the gear. I could, you know, we could set up the access points, go Meraki, figure them. But I'm also doing, hey, could you reimage the machine? Yeah. Hey, I have a printer problem, fires and tickets and helping the tier mm-hmm. one. So I've always been that. So I felt like, again, it was just that was early on in my career, right? So they saw, wow, this guy's well-rounded. And I use the term, I, I, I mean, I'm not going to say I coined it, but I use it on my mop, right? So wherever you need me, I'm going to go. Mm. So I felt <laughs> like that's where, and I was like first year in, I was really learning like, okay, we're going to turn up the ports. There's just basic data jack activations, phone moves. We put in a new, uh, an entirely new VoIP system. My first time touching VoIP was Avaya. And after that, I remember I started helping like the guys like reimage and and build machines just because they would get slammed. So it was like a double edged sword, right? You know, I get the learning experience, the sponge, all that knowledge up, but then I'm also going to help the other guys, you know, where where I spent a majority of, of my time in the arenas and like you know the support aspect. Do you remember the interview from Bank of America? The reason I'm stuck on Bank of America is that was your first network job, and a lot of people yeah. want to know how do I get that first network job? No cert, you know, no certifications, no formal training, and. You had, I guess, the, it sounds like those retail establishments give you great general, like you said, you're technical, you're touching this, yeah. touching that, soft skills, but that's kind you're of- in front of the customer. Yeah, yeah, that but, but yeah. that seems like a jump to go from that yeah. to like a, a dedicated network management function. Do you think that you just, do you remember the interview? Was it technical? So I had, I want to say- two interviews and like the second interview they did ask me some technical questions i don't remember what i apologize it was so long ago but i think and it goes down to it's uh, how do you how you present yourself right right? and i've again i've listened to every single episode i've listened there's been so many great guests you've had and you're going to have it's how you how do you present yourself right like what is it that you bring to the table like the old the old question and i haven't heard this interview in a while and like i said i'm not that old but it's like old school like why should we hire you? What like what puts you above everybody else? Yeah. And it's at that moment like it's the opportunity and I I just said this recently and I'll say it again, you know, when you, if you get one opportunity in life, be it personally, professionally, whatever, you got to seize that. Like you got to run, take the ball, run with it. That's just always been my mentality because if you don't, someone else will and that's you know, that you're going to miss out on those opportunity or opportunities and just take it give everything you have and if you do that i mean you know i feel like a recruiter it's genuity too right like they're gonna see okay well i think this guy's yeah he knows and you've mentioned this in past episodes like don't lie right like don't bullshit if you don't know something just say that but if you're genuine and the authentic like the authenticness they see that and they're gonna be like okay that like that's the guy i want because at the end of the day we could teach skills technical skills like we could teach him how to even if i didn't know you know, my, my, my head from, you know what, like they'll teach you, okay, you could configure a switch, you could do this, but you know what? Can't teach them soft skills. I can't teach them how to be personable. Yeah. We could teach all that other stuff. Being a, being a, gen, a genuine human being, that's, <clears throat> that's, you either have it or you don't. And I think that's kind of what helped me. That's who I've always been I, in life. So I, I think that gave me an yeah. edge. I think there's some, I, I want to jump on that too, because that's, that's something, the initiative, right? Being yeah. willing, you, you mentioned a little bit ago, even if it wasn't something that was right up your alley, if somebody needed help, you were going to jump in. And, and showing that initiative, people see that. And uh, I, I want to compare it to uh, Eugene's episode a while back, Rise to Grind, because he yeah. did very similar things. He was on the, uh, on the service center, on the help desk, but he would constantly kind of go out of his way to see what other people were doing. And they eventually right. saw, Hey, this guy doesn't have the experience yet, 
but he's all over the place wanting to learn. So yeah. mm-hmm. when an opening does come up, they're going to look at you right away. Yeah. So I, I think that initiative speaks volumes. And, and like I said, in, in, in any organization, IT or otherwise, but when you're that well-rounded and the more people you talk to, okay, can I shadow you on some engineering projects, right? If you're in a position where you have the opportunity, take them because some places you may not get to just because of, you know, lack of work or, you know, just the engineers are really like they're just hammered. I mean, you guys know, you know, between the change windows and you get hammered, then personal life and everything, it just kind of comes at one. And it's just when it comes, it comes fast. So if you get them, just just take it like, hey, yeah, I've got 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, come on. Sit, I'll show you. That's just how I've always believed. And I think it's funny, too, because and I mean, some of we talked about this before. This like a long time ago. And it's it, I don't really see it as much now. I don't see it at all. There's always that old school mentality. Like, I'm not going to share what I know. Mm-hmm. Right. Because this guy's <laughs> going to come take my job. And today. And again, I'm not that old. I'm only 33. But today I'm like, I didn't look. I didn't know about the IT community. Two years ago, I didn't know about blogging like i had llc protect us i so no i never knew what i wanted that to be i was like i'll hold that until i know what's right i found this community i found it was two people i found youtube videos i found duan and the guy to my right aj his blood that's that right there because i didn't know what i wanted out of this and like i took that and i'm serious you know he's become one of my closest friends tim as well all you guys, but I, I didn't know what I wanted. And once you take that, I'm like, okay, this is what I could, this is how I can give back to the community that I didn't even know existed. But now that I do, I'm like, well, what do I do? Like, how do I, and I, and, and the piece that did it, and I do want to call this back was the one AJ did when he was traveling with uh, his, your, your son, he had the, I think it was, what was it? The, the Salesforce, the little stuffed animal. Oh, Astro. Yeah. Astro. Yeah. And I read that piece. I read that like three times. I read all this stuff, but I read that piece three times and I go, okay, this guy's IT professional. He's got a family. Cause you had to balance it all. And like that, like that's where the spark, that's where all this came from is no you, I married way. that too. And I'm like, yeah, I'm serious. I've been then I've been waiting. I wanted to, when I got on here, I was like, that's literally Dewan's videos, because like I was, I was on YouTube, and I was like, "Oh, who's this guy? All right, all right, cool. He's got some good content." I did again. I'm just, oh, there's a community, and then it led me to blogs, and like the second one was AJ's, and then the rest. Then I was like, "This is okay. Now I know. Now I know what what tech houses. Now I know what I could be doing." All right, Gerard, I, I just want to reiterate a couple things that you said because as you were talking, I'm thinking that just about every tech job I've had, I don't know if I was necessarily qualified for, but in the interviews, I presented well, I could communicate, I had good soft skills, I had customer service experience, like you said, with irate customers, and I showed hustle, yeah. determination, and then I would do anything, that mop mentality that you said. And right. I think that goes a really long way because you need people, especially in the beginning, to give you a shot. You're not going to give the you know the person who can't communicate maybe a shot if he's not, you know, like, to me, this right. is the, I'm not a computer science major you know, that knows everything. So how do I get into the industry? And I, I think you just kind of basically told that story, which is exactly what I did. You know, like if people like you, they're going to give you a shot. And if you work and, and hard, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you have all those intangible things that I remember in other shows, too, there's like six things, right, that everybody seems to have. I forget what the list is that you can succeed in spite of your education, in spite of your lack of experience. You oh, know, yeah. absolutely. It's, it's 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 how bad do you want it? Yep. Right. And it sounds like it's going to sound corny, but like it's a Jordan mentality. Like how bad do you want it? If you want it bad enough, you can get it. It's just, you know, it takes that little, it, it's, it's that little extra that, that, you know, like the, the, you know, the tireless night, same thing with going for a certification exam. My CCNA has been 
a thorn. I don't even say a thorn in my side, right? Because I because so I have my exam. I pushed it back until end of November because I know like I'm not ready yet. But it's been something like I've been on and off with just because of like I had you know stuff way back before I met my wife and even had one child, much less five. You know, it's just been an ongoing thing. But like that's my next like your mind, right? Like the CCNA, and then from there I already got everything else mapped out. But that has been a thorn in my side for at least the last like six seven years. And it's I'm just right there with you, George. <laughs> it's just like you know, I, it's just been a thorn in my side, and I'm like, you know what? I had goal. All right, champion. Okay, do this. Now I've achieved them and more, and I'm continuing to do other stuff. But like CCNA's next. Like that's next on the list to go. So keep that drive. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think like putting your intentions out there into the world, right? Like making it known what you want, right? Like it, when you when when we go back to Rise to Grind story, like he he's working there, he's showing interest, and he's telling them like, hey. I'm interested in networking. I want to get into a networking job. You know, let me shadow you, you know, teach me a thing or two. And then, you know, that way it's known that when a position opens up, they're like, oh, well, we got Eugene over here that's really interested in networking. Let's let's pull him into this. You know, like if if people don't know what you're interested in or that you're willing to learn, they're not going to teach you. Now, if you parade around, shout at the top of your lungs, this is what I want to do. And people still don't take you in. Well, shame on that. You know, like, yeah. I, I think a lot of us in this industry are looking for people to share our knowledge with. And when we know what people want, we're more than willing to pull them into our circles and share our knowledge. But there's there's definitely some bad apples out there that, you know, like like you said, uh, Gerard, that hold that knowledge in, you know, the little knowledge mongers. Uh, so I don't want to share. Any, I haven't seen any as much these days, you know, yeah, like even back yeah, when it's, I was coming it's up, I, I, it's, it's become so different now because yeah. look at all the platforms we have, hundreds I, of them. I, I want to point out to you what Jordan just said, because this is 100% true. <laughs> he said, if you want to get on the network engineer's good side, this is for anybody wanting to break into the network engineering field, uh, <coughs> offer to update their documentation and diagrams for them. That, <laughs> and that's a great way to that learn. That's 100% accurate. That's a great way to learn. Preach. <laughs> I, I love that. That's awesome. That, I would definitely be on that guy's side if they updated my documents. I have to tell you, everywhere I've worked, updating documentation was the uh, the job for the FNG. So, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, That's Gerard, it. since you touched on it, uh, how do you prepare for certifications, studying, learning? What's your approach? So for me, what it's always been is I love I and you know, there's again tons of pieces out there by written by so many people, me included, y'all have written some great ones. What's, you know, like, first of all, so I'm always labbing through CBT nuggets. I love CBT nuggets. Company pays for my subscription, but I've already paid for my new one. So it's like, cause I like, I love them. I'm in there every day because there's always something, not just through CCNA, but like other exams where I'm looking at some VMware stuff and I'll sit there and just, like I'll just ingrain it and burn it into my memory. Like I'll just hammer over, you know, like BGP, OSPF. Like right now, my biggest thing through subheading has always been an issue. And then when I review over those things, but then I also take what I'm learning that's applicable, whether it be a certain topic or section, then I'll go and lab that on my physical, I have physical gear at home. Mm-hmm. Now everybody's different, right? Like some do uh, virtual, some do physical, whole other discussion, whole other day. But for me, I love physical because there's just so many things you can't mimic in a virtual. And we've talked about, Oh my God, right? you're making you me happy. Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> I can't, I can't mimic a power out. Hang on. Hang on. I thought we were going to get the lion roar there for a minute. 
<laughs> you get the winning go for that one. <laughs> I get my going. <laughs> love it. Yeah, oh, I just that's gosh. just me. Tall. Everybody has their own preference. All their own. That's fine. I love my physical gear. I've been a bum the last two months. Haven't labbed on it, but that's okay because next week I'll be right back at it. So. <laughs> I have. I've just been like, I'm going to sit down and do this tonight, and then I sit down and fall asleep on my couch. So, <laughs> don't do that. If you're if you're listening at home and you have a play Classic in the lab, bad move. yeah, I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to I'm going to do this, and then like my wife has to throw something at me to wake me up because I will. <laughs> I'm like, like you know the. So, but yeah, so going to start labbing again. That's imperative, but that, because again, there's just things like the, the the you know power outages, bad ports you know, port security, just all these different things that you can get in a virtual environment that you're not going to have the opportunities for. So, you know, if you ever can, even if it's one switch, start with that and then get some hands-on experience. But I like to bring those two together, right? I'll focus on a topic and then I'll lab it over the weekend. Normally. Gotcha. Nice. So Bank of America, where, where to next? So Bank of America, and then let's see, after Bank of America, I worked actually uh, two jobs. I worked in manufacturing doing, I was an IT administrator there. And that's actually around the time too. I So I had always had a little side business before. So, okay. So let's circle back for a second. So I had a little small business I started before I even got into retail. And when I was in retail, I still did this. But over the course of all these jobs, I actually grew it. And it was called uh, Dynamic PC Repair. I remember... I, I was so cool. I was like, I had the flyers. I put them on all the telephone poles. Again, no social nice. media. Just, just like the, you know, I, I have one of the flyers. I have to share it with you guys one of these days. But and it's just like call this number and I'll fix your computer, right? And over time, that became Dynamic IT Solutions LLC. Like that was my first like business, right? And I was, I always wanted to own my own business just to say I could and like I did it. And I got the LLC. I learned how to do that. And as my skills grew, the business grew, right? So when I learned networking, I learned how to do like home network setups. I got to a couple hundred people. I, at one point towards like towards the end, I had three subcontractors working for me. Like I did a bunch of stuff Wow. with that. Yeah, it was cool. Like I didn't have like 20 employees, but I still had like three people like subcontract work for me. And I thought it was cool. But what started happening towards the end was I wasn't doing like hands-on stuff, right? Like I wasn't actually configuring the gear. I wasn't talking to people. I would schedule appointments, like the managerial stuff. So uh, a friend of mine, I found a solution out there. It was called ConnectWise. Uh, they have – so they help IIT businesses grow and expand whether you're a one-man operation, multi-million dollar corporation. They help everybody. They have solutions. They've been around for a few years. They're based out in Tampa. Uh, I connected with someone and I, I kind of gave him – you know, we talked about it and he, he, he was going to keep that on or absolve my aspect of the business, right? After that happened, I went right back to a company called TechNet and that was a local like MSP, very small. And my title there was IT administrator. So again, jack of all trades, master of nothing. I did, uh, it was like, I think it was about 55, 53 people, something like that. They had one server room with three or four switches and like, I think maybe 30 or 40 workstations, 50 workstations. So I maintained that. Then they did a layoff, and then that's what landed me in this role, which I've been at for about three years. And now I'm going to my next role, which is more infrastructure-based because where I was at in my life, like I said, being a generalist has always been fine with me. But I guess what I wanted to do more was a lot more of the networking build-outs, right? Like I'm a great IT professional, but I'm not a great engineer. And there's that's a whole other animal, and I know it. That's why I love being in this community because I'm with some of the best in the world, and now I'm going to go – Okay, now I'm going to apply those skills. Now I'm going to go. Now, okay, we're going to, you know, this is how we do things here. And 
that that's what has me even more excited the culture and just getting those opportunities to kind of go to that next level and do a lot more infrastructure work hey a1 fans aj here to remind you about nordvpn.com nordvpn will help secure you wherever you go i use nordvpn on all my personal devices whenever i'm out and about i just go into the nordvpn app hit quick connect and away i go nice and secure don't have to worry about prying eyes anybody looking at my connection if i choose to go work from a coffee shop uh, locally or you know even while i'm traveling if i bring my personal device devices i will uh, use nordvpn to help keep things safe and secure i'm using nordvpn right now and there's no degradation in my signal everything looks good when you guys watch us on the live streams uh, so I, I can't say enough good things about nordvpn they have some great additional services included uh, with their VPN product. Uh, they'll scour the dark web for your credentials and see if they've been involved in any sort of hacks or anything. And then if they have, they'll let you know and you can go change your passwords and do whatever you need to do to help keep yourself safe and secure. Uh, they also have a mode that will block any websites or ads known to uh, possess malware. And they, they just have general ad blocking anyway, because you know who wants ads? Uh, as I record an ad. Anyway, if you want NordVPN, and you do, go to nordvpn.com forward slash T-A-O-N-E for the art of network engineering, and you can get a really great deal, uh, 73% off two years plus four months free. So again, that's 73% off two years plus four months free of NordVPN. If you forget that URL, just go to nordvpn.com. At checkout, you can use the promo code T-A-O-N-E for the art of network engineering. And we appreciate your support as well as NordVPN support of the art of network engineering podcast. Now back to the show. So I'm going to give you props for that for two reasons. First off, you recognize that you needed to make a change. And you, you went through with it. You, you could have sat. You, I mean, you've got a decent job. You could have kept doing the generalist thing. And you said, no, I, I have goals. It's time for a change. Appreciate Number that. two, you decided to take a new opportunity with five kids. <laughs> I mean, that's that's nothing yeah. to shake a stick oh. at, man. I mean, I'm sure you had to wrestle with that a little bit. Hands are sweating. I, 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 I did. <laughs> Knees weak. Are your palms ready? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Throw a um, sweater or something. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. It is ready. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Trust me. It wasn't an overnight thing, brother. It wasn't. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. Uh, just, you know, this, a situation arose. You're ready to her job. And while I was home, and I've said this for a while, if you don't like where you're at in life, and I tell everybody this, if, if, if ever ask for advice, right? I feel like I'm pretty sound advice. Change your narrative. I say that a lot, and that's the three words. Just change your narrative. You don't like it? Change your narrative. It's all right. It's you get one life. It's not like it's overnight. It's not going to be like that. But if you're not happy, you're not content to change your narrative. Do something about it. That's the only way you're ever going to fix that problem. Not just technical in life. You know, I'm not here like I'm some spiritual life coach. It's just these are things I've learned over the course of my journey, and I continue to. And again, I want to instill in my kids: if you don't like the situation you're in, or you want better for yourself, and that was something my mom really. If you don't want, if you want better. Go get it. And that that was it. I just the, like the game needed to change and I changed it. And 
So, so that's, a, that's a lot like what Lexi did, right? Like she was in a situation she wasn't super happy mm-hmm. with. And sometimes right. that stuff is temporary in life. So she put an end date on it, right? Like it expires this day. And, you know, she did, she set an alarm. She set this reminder. She did this like self-check again and realized I'm still not happy. Time for a change. So yeah. I, I, I'm going to tackle that from now on. Like when I get into a funky situation, I'm going to put an end date on that and check in later on and, uh, you know, change the narrative if I'm still not happy at that point. And that's what it is. And like I said, is your answer going to come right away? Absolutely not. But if you start flipping that script, right, and we've all heard that old adage, you start flipping that script, something's got to give somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's just a matter of those stars aligning. Like like for me, I'm for this this all fell into my lap. And and a big part of why they found me was because of two things. Number one, because of my my blog and my brand and the content. They're using a lot of my how tos and just they, they were they were following me for about a month or two and then they reached out to a fellow whoa, champion of mine. Whoa, 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 whoa. They yeah. found you. You didn't like find them and apply to the job. They found you. Well, so they found – so I talked to – all right, so a fellow friend of mine, Robinson, he's a fellow Cisco champion. I talked to him for a few weeks again because I was looking and I was like, listen, I'm very interested if you guys have any engineering positions. And he said, absolutely, brother. He's like, right now, working on some stuff. You can say if you want to send me your resume in the future. I said, great. Okay. And that was it. That was uh, weeks ago. Uh, I talked to the director from Hawaiian because, again, I was home for a week. And he had called me and he goes, Gerard, uh, I took the initiative and applied, but he had said, well, we, that's funny you had applied because he goes, we've been kind of like looking at you for like about a month, two months, something like that. I said, really? And he goes, yeah, because hmm. we've followed your brand. Your content is flawed, like amazing. I said, thank you. I, I didn't know you were even looking at me or following me. He's like, we talked to Robinson. We talked to like three other people in here you're connected with on LinkedIn. And they say you're just an amazing dude. And I wanted to sit down and you have 30 minutes of your time. I said, absolutely. I had a whole week. I had time. And nothing but time. And and a 30-minute conversation turned into over two hours. Like wow. I said, I wrote – I've never in my in my entire blogs to your life, I've never written about a company and I wrote one last week. They are – the culture, the, the people, the organization as a whole, they're just thriving and what they're doing and it's it's amazing. And it just floored me. You know, you just – you know when they say you know, you know, like that's what happened. Yeah. I talked to Wade and I just – I knew. It was like this – Okay, this is really serious. This is incredible. Just the genuity, right? All the key points that I told you guys earlier, like the genuineness, the care that he's like, you know, I want to make sure what you're doing is best for you, your family. I want to make sure you and your family take it okay. Never had that. I was like that. That just spoke volumes outside of anything else. You could have offered me XXX amount of money. That wouldn't have mattered. That, mm-hmm. that, that just that, that floored me. So I was like, yep. And then the rest just kind of fell in its place, man. That's Mo- amazing. Mo money. <laughs> more money more problems right <laughs> but but I, I think you kind of said it in there too like you know more more money is great but at some point it's not about the money it's about the culture yeah, you know, yeah. Do, do you feel welcome there are you treated well does the company care about your well-being and, and you know there, there's a whole lot more that goes into it and that plays a big part of it now I, i'm sure everybody has a sliding scale right like if you're paid more money, you're willing to put up with a certain amount of BS. But at some point, right. the BS might become more than the money they're paying you. And and, and I don't know. Everyone yeah. has their own balance. Of course. And to all their own. I say that yeah. all the time, but to all their own. Like everybody has a – like they could pay you a ton of money and they, you may not care how they treat you. And that's fine. For me, I feel it, it is possible done right. You can make awesome money. You can make astounding money and you can have incredible culture. 
mm-hmm. there, there's a way you just got to look for it. Cause like I, for years I, I would have jobs and be like, man, I'm making, you know, money hand over fist and I'm treated the crap or I make, and eh, not so great money, but you know, the, the other end and of the spectrum and everything in between. So I've kind of been all over that. So that's why I said for the first time in 15 years, I'm like, okay, great culture good benefits monetarily and otherwise, and then a path because they're a managed service writer. So, you know, I know AJ, you know, better than anybody. You've been in the MSP game for a while. They're like, they are adamant on the learning and I love to learn. I'm a, I'm a lifelong learner as we all are Therefore, like, okay, certifications, training, bettering yourself, bettering for you, your family, helping the organization and, and furthering us. So I, I it's just, a, it's just a win all around. And I knew too, I think we talked like a few weeks prior. I was like, my next move is, it's got to be an MSP because that's just where the fit is for me. And that's mm-hmm. why I thought this was this was perfect. It was like a, a, a gift sent from God. <laughs> <laughs> do you well, certainly uh, put in the work? Do you have a good idea what your day to day is going to look like? So prior to snow, I was telling AJ, I think I'm not really going to have a, a general idea until I, like I get in my day one onboarding. I got a general overview like I'm going to be doing patching. Um, you know, patching like a lot of after hours stuff, especially because they're a major law firm. Oh, well, they support major law firms in, you know, mm. in the night in the big parts of Philadelphia, New York and other regions. So I'm going to be doing some patching after hours, maintenance windows, things of like that. And I'm also excited because I've talked to the engineers and they said, you know, once you get in the mix and get going, you know, you can come down here, we'll get you going and you could, you know, start building out with us because they have Fortinet gear. And I've never done anything with a piece of Fortinet hardware. Uh, there was an SD WAN summit two days ago or yesterday, I believe. And it was just crazy. I just I was free and I and I registered and I sat in on that for two hours to really get a just a good depth understanding of their platform, right? Because obviously we know SD WAN, we know all the other ones, but I really wanted to learn what I could. Okay, well, what is Fortinet, the history, culture, and then what does your platform look like? And it's it's awesome. So kind of going to take what I applied there and then just go do the physical hands on stuff when I get that up that opportunity. Very cool. Very cool. So it sounds like you, you got like a big, wide, nice path in front of you. And you got a good support system at home. You're, it sounds like you're going to have a great support system at work. And you're hungry. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm i always hungry. No pun intended. But yeah, I'm, I, if you, you want more, I always want more. And I won't take on a project like each piece I do when it's like finalized, completed, and I submit it or I send it out like, like blog wise or content I make. I won't do it unless I know it's going to be the best quality possible because that's my name on it, right? Like I want people mm-hmm. like, what's the takeaway? There's going to be a bunch of things. What are the two things? Like number one, what's the takeaway people are going to get from it? Is it good content? Would I, would I, would I sit down and, and, you know, and again, I always reference back to like that piece, AJ, because like you can like, there's got to be something or some things in there. Like what makes you want to go back or what makes you want to like, man, I want to read another one, another, you know, blog he wrote, or I want to watch another one of those episodes. Like, and that's, one of the things like we're making content or anything in life. If you just give them that experience and you give the best thing forward, they'll keep coming back. Yeah. I want to, I want to step back to your entrepreneur days because sure. I, I think there's a lot to be said for knowing as an IT professional, knowing and understanding uh, the purpose of the business and, and what the business operations are and, and how to make the company better. You really need to understand what it is the company does. So what advice can you give for IT professionals uh, being a business owner? What were some of those business people skills that you learned over the years that helped you be a better technical professional? Three just came to mind, and I just talked to someone, so I'm glad you asked. Number one, this is kind of a joke, but it's also serious. Don't fix everything for free. 
<laughs> like we we say that we hear it, but when I started, and I wasn't too bad about it, and maybe I'm being a little biased in my answer. I didn't fix everything for free. Eventually, and I think it was, I want to say it was about the time I left Circuit, like I or I left Best Buy, and I went to the network job. That's kind of when I, it was like a three year, four year period. I'd say about three years. You know, everybody's like, okay, right? So we all know. You know, out there in the world, you're always going to have people who are just technologically, you know, not with it, right? Like they, we're here for a reason. We're the experts. This is our 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 forte, our craft for a reason. And it's easy for us to fix it in maybe less than 15 minutes, even five minutes, right? And then we're not going to. Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. When you're running a business, and it's not overnight. You have to be able to before you do anything. Now, I didn't know this. I just kind of went in there and did. I learned as I went along. But if I can give this now to the next generation or people who want to start a business or in IT, be able to differentiate and separate, okay, I could help you and do this, but there's going to be a charge, right? Like your time is valuable. Don't undervalue yourself is, is the takeaway. And it's so often than not, and I've talked to Dewan about this and, you know, months ago, I've done it. You know, we've all done it because how do you know your worth at the time, especially when you're going in? You're like, well, I don't know if I should charge that much. That may seem a lot or maybe this. You, just, you have to find those checks and balances along the way. But don't undervalue yourself. If you feel like this is fair, you know, do some research, you know. OK, well, these are other what other places offer for services. Maybe give a competitive edge to yourself. But yeah, don't undervalue yourself. That's number one. Number two, have a good business plan. Because, again, now I'm not saying I'm going to go in front of, you know, a, a Fortune 500 investor tomorrow and someone's going to give me, you know, 1.5. I'm not going on Shark Tank. But if you have a plan, it ties back to what Tim said. You have a mission. You have a purpose. You have a like what's your core values? What do you like? What is the goal of your business? You know, where do you see it in a, like a three to five or I think it was three, six, nine, a three, six, nine year plan, you know? Look up, do a ton of Googling, ton of research on, you know, what it takes to start a business, depending on your space. Man, I think I need a three, six, nine day plan. This <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start again, small. I was, I was like 21. Now I don't need, pff, if you ask me what my three, six, nine plan is now, get up and survive. Like that's my plan. Survival. <laughs> survive. Survive, the ca- survive the chaos from, from 6am on. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> get to lunchtime. <laughs> Then we assess. <laughs> I know. <laughs> God, <laughs> just get to lunch. Yeah, but then it's nap time after lunch. <laughs> I don't know what a nap is. I haven't had one of them in years. Oh. <laughs> so, so, so I want to focus. I want to focus on that for a little bit. Um, hey, Tim, did you have a question or something you were going to say before? No, well, he, he gave us two. What's your number yeah, three? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so sorry. Number, okay. th- number three. Like, I mean, this is going to be a toss-up. If I had to give number three, have good branding. I would say I didn't – again, early episodes, Art of Network Engineering. Every episode, and I told it every one that would come out, I was like my life week by – like like I would deal with something one week. It was like branding. I'm like – like like I'm looking at like is like, – like do they, do they like know that this is what's going on? It was just so fitting because like you guys did a branding episode. And like I had an issue with like like branding at the time, like what the hell, like how, or like I, I think it was like generalist versus centralized. I'm like, you know, like you know, how do you deal with the on call phone? I'm like, like okay, well, like we, we bugged your house, and that's where yeah. we got a lot of our early ideas from. You guys came to PA and didn't even tell me. Well, we got yeah. Andy right there, so this is yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Did we send you Probably that good? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> smashed immediately. Excellent, that was perfect. 
Uh, it really was. Um, but yeah, like have good branding, right? So with, with, with my dynamic IT solutions business, I didn't have the kind of branding like with Tech House. I didn't. I didn't understand the industry. And this was over the course of my years. And even continue, I'm still learning stuff, right? Like I've looked into a brand expert to do additional work. But have a good brand. Like have something that's recognizable. Am I going to be McDonald's? No. You know, that's not going to be overnight. But if so, you see something and people recognize it, they go, hey, you know what? I saw that. It's that brand recognition. Like what's the experience you get from start to finish like and everything in between? AJ said it best a while ago that the AJ Murray experience, right? You want to leave them with a taste in their mouth and they want to come back for more. That's that's how I've always lived my life. So then when you guys say that, it's just like that, – That's the maple syrup. That's really it, right? <laughs> That's yeah, that for a little different context. <laughs> that's, that, yeah. that's that Vermont sweetness. Thanks for the save, Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, like it's just have something that you want. When people get a taste of it, they want to come back and get more and get more and get more. Because and then, and then that builds customer loyalty and it, it gives you those opportunities. Because again, once you see that word of mouth, I don't care who you are in today's world. Word of mouth, word of mouth is a powerful tool. Always has been. Social media, great, but mm-hmm. word of mouth. I'll still like. Someone's like, oh man, that pizza place is good. Is it really okay? Try it out. Exactly. When you start like treating yourself as a business, that yeah. that really changes things, right? Like you, when you think about like places that you like to go to, you know, you heard about it. Like like Gerard just said, somebody just told you like, hey, go check out that pizza place. They got really good pizza. Sweet. I'm going to go there. I'm going to have some pizza. Did I have a positive experience with their staff? Did the food actually taste good? All right, cool. I'm going to come back here. You know, right. and, and so when you take on that same kind of attention to, to the people that you're dealing with, you know, did they have a pleasant experience to me? Was I nice to them? You know, did I have a, a nice experience with them kind of thing? Like treat yourself as a business. You're, you're not just a person when you're in the working world, you're a brand. And, and yeah. I, that's how I've always looked at myself. I'm a brand. I want people to come back and get more of this and, uh, and think of me the next time something comes up. So that way they call me yeah. and, and I'm the guy that they want. So yeah, yeah, it's that's that's how you got to do it. I I want to go back and I want to focus on uh you got a lot going on at home, man, and you got a lot going on with your brand. You got a lot going on, period. So uh, I kind of want to pick that apart a little bit. How do you do it? You know, like you're you're a family man, you're a father of five, you got a wife and, and you got all this other stuff that you do. So what what's some of the tactics and tools you use to keep track of everything you got going on? AJ, you stealing my question? <laughs> yeah, wait, what's going on? Wait, I got a question. Sorry. You got kids. It is Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Jar. I'm just kidding. And, I, and it's funny. I've I've talked to so there's somebody right now, right? Like, okay, so one of the many things you know as part of that brand expansion over the last year is I offer career consulting. I offer IT consulting for businesses and so forth in the area, but I also offer career consulting. I wanted to try that space out. And I connected with someone who's in our, our Discord. His name's Ricardo. He's he's the bomb, right? Like he is super intelligent, super knowledgeable. AJ, you mentioned you talked to him a couple of times. He mentioned mm-hmm. that to me. And I've been helping him with just certain things throughout his career. And and he's asked me the same question. Everybody's like, What do you how do you do it? I don't have a magic wand. I've written about I don't have a, an answer. I don't have tools enough tactics. What I believe in is prioritizing. And I feel like again, it goes back to just that old school, my mom mentality prioritize what's most important if it's the most important thing in the world you'll make time for it and i'm always serious with with this with this question as i am a lot but, but with this one particularly because very easy 
you know, okay, you're growing your brand and you're doing these things and there's more and more, right? Well, there's eight hours in the day. Well, there's 12, but there's eight hours that like, you know, we have, and then we shut that off and spend time with the family. We, we decompress and some people don't, I make it my, no matter what, when I come home, it's time with the kids. If I'm doing something here, I utilize that, those business hours. And sometimes if I have to write, you know, it's after the kids go to bed or after I've played cars with Benjamin or after I've read Mary Claire's story. Once that's done, then then you central circle back because they're only that small once. And mm-hmm. when they come home, they don't understand. Even my older ones, right? Like I'll play Fortnite with them. Don't understand how to play that game, but I'll play it. <laughs> and they come first. Same with my wife, right? Like having that one-on-one time, just date nights and, and going out. Now, obviously with COVID and everything, when that hit, that was, you know, we we're kind of adapting and people went from home and all that stuff. But now they're kind of transitioning out of that and back into some semblance of normalcy, having those set date nights, like just, just shutting off, interacting with one another face to face. not about like, she asked, Hey, this is what's going on. This is what's going on, but just balance it out. It's balance is the best way I've always put it. What that is for, for me is definitely not going to be for everybody else. And that's fine. You know, especially like in like AJ, you know, he travels. I've never been in that situation. How would I balance it? I don't know. But again, you know, he put something out there. It's like, well, this is how I did it. And like, you know, there's ways and it's challenging and it's real and it's raw, but, but this is how I got through it. This is how I do it. That's always what I've tried to do. And I've been so transparent with the community with you guys. Like, that's what I do. I don't have any tools. I don't, Oh, you know what? I just, boom, I did this and this is done. And I wrote this and I filmed this podcast. No, nah, it's prioritize schedule. Like I'll do my schedule months, but like a month before, you know, like I'll do the weeks. All right. I'm doing this on this date. We have this. We have a calendar, a physical calendar in our house because my wife's old school. If it ain't on the calendar, it ain't getting done. And and that's so it. Wait, how do you, how do you sync those calendars? Like, <laughs> well, well, here's the thing, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious. I got so I got to sit down. So pretty much, here's what it is. I write on my calendar, syncs on my phone, everything else, and then I take uh-huh. hers, and she doesn't use her phone. She's on her phone. All the time, don't use the calendar. So I gotta then go back. I gotta go back, you know, zip the pen and I gotta start writing it in here. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me right now. So it's it's, it's always a good time, but that's yeah, she's a visual learner, whatever. But that's what I do. If it ain't on the calendar, it doesn't get done. But at least if it's on there, you know, okay, basketball practice. So like in the next few weeks here, I'm gonna be coaching Alex and my oldest son is basketball. I gotta do that, you know, like and that's Golly, dude. that's gonna be fun, but then Okay, well, what about the other stuff? Figure it out after. Yeah, move the pieces. Mm-hmm. That comes first. That's that's how I've always done it. Prioritization, man. It makes a lot of sense. Like, so are you yeah. a guy who watches three hours of sports a day? No. Um, <laughs> so, like, I so I do like football, but yeah. I just even this year, I've been lucky if I sat down for one game. Right. It's just the way it is. Because like then because the weekends like sat like and then they we all know they blink right like Fridays there and they blink and it's Sunday mm-hmm. night and I'm like where the hell did the weekend go. I've sat down and watched maybe about two hours of football, hmm. maybe this this year, and that's that's okay. You know, I'd rather watch horror movies with the kids. Well, that's what that's what I'm getting at. It's not a priority. Your kids are the most important thing, you know, yeah. followed by your career, and and that's uh, I, I, that that resonates with me for sure. There's a lot of things I'd like to do, but there's only so much time in the day, and I have my priorities, and my family's going to get mm-hmm. what's left over after work, you know, and then some. Exactly. Yeah. But did you watch him Squid Games though? <laughs> I, I, I did because she's like, we should watch this. And this was, a, dude, I do again. It was like, it was like what? Ele- it was like eleven at night. She's like, you want to check this out? And I'm like, sure. And, and she puts it on, and I'm like, what am I watching? 
Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. But then, like, my kids start watching it. And I'm like, here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Why are you watching this? I don't know. It was just on. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Nah, I got you, though. Your, your priorities is what you're putting your family first, and then you'll figure out the rest of it is basically what you're what you're kind of getting at. Right. All. Yeah, absolutely. And all, mm-hmm. you know, my career, all that, that's, that's the top tier. Like, that's all important because the way I look at it is all my and I'm, I'm blessed, humble, all my benefits, all my successes, everything. I want it for them. Like, I do this for them. Right. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, because I love what I do and I love technology, the industry, the community and the passion. But I want them to succeed. You know what I mean? Just to have those opportunities to like, as I said, my mom said, do you, you give it all and then you want to create those opportunities for them. Like, again, we go to Disney. They're going to enjoy it. Well, I'll probably be sleeping somewhere. It's, they're going to reap the rewards of the hard work, you know, and, and that's that's yeah. what I'll, that's all I ever want. You've mentioned your mom a few times. She sounds like she's really had a positive impact on your life and really giving you some lessons that have taken you far. She she definitely did, man. It was just me and her, you know. Yeah. I didn't you know I didn't have a dad, and it was just me and her. And she taught me a lot. She had to be – she had to wear a lot of hats in one. I mean, you know, well, most moms do, but she was, you know – the, you know, the provider, the mom, the nurturer, the I'm going to come down to school if there's a problem. She did it all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, she was a tough woman. You know, she's, you know, the Irish, Lithuanian. She used to be a power lifter way back when. And uh, she, I think she was just, what? she'd do it all. She didn't stop. And I think that that is a big part, too, of why am I like, go, 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 go. Like, not to the point where you bring yourself out because you got to step back and be like, I don't care who you are. You got to step back and be like, all right, let me breathe. Sit on this couch. All right, take a breather, 20 minutes, half hour, hour, whatever. And then you're just, okay, let's go back now and do this next set of things. But that go, 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 like, it's just, I always saw that, you know, I just never mm. watched her. She just, she was like a machine, never stopped. Well, you definitely have a go, go, go attitude. So <laughs> I have to, <laughs> I think it, uh, yeah, see, I, I, transferred to you. I, I consider myself somewhat of an ambitious person, but yeah, I, I hear Gerard and not just here, but see all the stuff he's doing is his career. He's got his families, the the career consulting, all the blogging, being on different podcasts, that kind of thing. And he's just this is great. Go, 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 go. And that I'm, I'm stressed out with all of the stuff Gerard's <laughs> doing right now. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, I, I that that is kind of a kind of an actual question do you you really have a passion for all of this it doesn't you don't get a lot of high levels of stress from it it's just you just have that drive i'm gonna go back and tim it's i'm glad you asked that question because i'm gonna circle this back to you so remember a few months ago i had uh i wrote something right i wrote a piece and this is funny because you even reached out to me and i thought it was so i was like thank you man like i just so my wife got her computer infected she got a virus I was like, did you click that thing that I told you not to click? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. So, again, I've said this on uh, many a times. It doesn't matter whether you're an engineer, you're a solutions architect, doesn't matter who you are, CIO, you're, those Sev1 tickets, you're going to deal with them for the rest of your life. So you're going to deal with my – my printer doesn't work. So that's that. <laughs> but she, she, she had that issue. I came home, fixed it, and I just – I was like, you know what? I got to use this tool. And it was malware, but I haven't used this tool since like retail. This was fun. And I fixed it. Got all, and I was like, I want to write about this. And then I wrote my malware bytes piece, posted it. And you had reached out to me, Tim. And you were like, dude, I should say like, that's awesome how you could just, and I appreciate the compliments. Cause that's all like, that's how it comes to me. It just flows like naturally. Like I don't get stressed. I don't, I look forward to it, you know, cause that's my release, right? Like some people bake, some people cook or shop or, you know, do whatever to, to kind of solve their problems and, to, and, 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 
de- decompress and step away from life. And that's just what I do. I write, I make content because I love it. And there's, I have all these ideas, and there's some of them are crazy. You know, you guys, you, you, you I'm sure you most of you think I am, but it's just because I know they could, they're, they're something and they can go somewhere. If you believe in it and you, you execute it right, you don't jump the gun, don't just throw something, you do it gradually. It, it reflects in the work. Find your passion. I love it. That's it, man. So, so I'm I'm hearing some some common themes here. So, so you, you got the confidence and the passion. Uh, you, you definitely believe in what you're doing. You you got like the power, the energy, uh, the prioritization is real. I think that that that's a really key point here. Is that a lot of people think they can prioritize things, but what they do is, is they hold multiple things with the same priority, right? And then mm-hmm. when it comes time to do something, they don't know what to do because they're both the same priority, but you, you actually prioritize things Poor Dan over there. Uh, I was going to say, actually, AJ <laughs> is taking all of Andy's bits tonight. You actually prioritize stuff in that, like in that moment, what is the most important thing right now? And then you just, you, you go for it, right? Like in the moment, hanging out with your son, you know, playing video games with him or, or reading a bedtime story or whatever, that's it. And you live in that moment and don't let anything else distract you. And then when you're done with that and you decide now I'm going to write a blog article, that is the only thing in that moment that that's important. And that's, that's just one hell of a way to attack things as you, as you roll on through. So yeah. Uh, now do, now I'm human. Do I have nights where I'll start that blog article? I'm like, all right, I'll finish this in the morning. Yeah, of course. I mean, we're all going to have it, you know, especially well, at that, the end of the that day. Was, that was my next point is that you recognize balance. You don't, just keep doing this and doing this and doing this until you're burnt out. You recognize you get to a point where, okay, it's time for a break. Yeah. And, and again, a lot of people don't have that. They just want to get it done, get it done. And then before they know it, you know, they spent their gas tank. Right. Um, Gerard, what, what, I know we're coming toward the end here, but you know, the whole hour we've been talking, everything just seems way too easy to you. So is there something that, you find difficult, like, so prioritization is critical for what you're doing. Right. But like, and Dan was raising his hand earlier and, you know, I'm, I'm in that, I'm in that ballpark too. There's 10 things I would like to do. And I don't really know if I'm good at prioritization. Like, you know, you sound good at everything. Right. So like, is there something you're not good at? Or another version of that question is like in this whole, you know, uh, discussion we just had, is there anything in there that like shows that, you're a human struggling with things that are hard, right? Because sometimes I talk to people like you and I consider myself passionate and energetic and trying to do too many things, but like you just seem to have a smoothness and a handle on it better than a lot of times I feel I do. And, and that's what I'm asking is like, how do you make it so easy or are there things that we're not seeing that you're like, Oh dude, I suck at this other thing. Don't worry about it. You know, does that make sense? I think it's, I think it's the swag. No, I'm just, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. GQ Smooth, you know? Um, no. He's wondering if you bleed or not. Yeah, right. man. <laughs> are, you, are you human? You seem to be a machine. And, you know. I feel like, I feel like that. And, and sometimes, you know, it, 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 keeping it all together. So what I mean by that, to kind of tie it up with a nice little bow, is keeping it all together, right? Like, okay, you have those days where – all right, I got to run the grocery store. Got to run here. Got to run the practice. And some days it's just, it falls apart. Like I had a day three days ago. Yeah. And I don't ever, you know, and I'm, I don't want to give any misconceptions. Like, Oh, I'm human. It's just, I guess I, I, that, that like what you see, right? Like that visual, like I don't, I, I always want my kids to see all of them. Like, man, my dad worked hard. 
and he, you know, and it's not an act, it's not a gimmick. Like that's just who I genuinely am, and I love these things, and I go, but you fall, like right, like sometimes, like I just can't always keep it all together. Like it falls apart yeah. on me, you know, when it happens, and I'll sit there, like man, well, this sucked, you know, like there's nothing I can do because yeah, I'm, I'm a very positive person, and you guys see I'm happy or I'm posting, and but yeah, you know, like some days, and I and I post about you know like like the mental health will kick in. You know, I'll just be like, man, like I, you know, I had a rough go at it today and I just need to like step away from everything. It falls apart on me more often than not. Yeah. And that's just kind of part of it. Like it's all like, again, AJ, everybody said it best. It's all about the journey. It falls apart sometimes. It's all right. You just pick the pieces back up. Keep moving forward. It, tomorrow's another day. You know, you can, you, you can live to fight another day. And sometimes you just need that. Awesome. I love that attitude. I love it. Yeah. I, I do want to thank you for coming on, Gerard. You have been a real voice of the community for a long time. In fact, you were the first uh, faces of the journey article that, that we wrote. And that oh, was wow. uh, an easy decision to make, uh, because <laughs> remember that. you have such that, uh, such that strong voice for the community. You're always bringing people up and I know everybody appreciates that. So thank you for spending time with us tonight. Oh, thank you for having me. I just feel like it came full circle, right? Like I got to do that, be a part of the community, be the first one on that. And that came full circle. So like, Thank you to all of you guys. Seriously, it was it's an opportunity to be here. I, I didn't want to miss this. I appreciate it. I really do. So, Gerard, where can uh, where can people find you if they want to learn more about you? So, if they want to learn more about me, again, you could find me at Tech House Five Seven Zero. I'm on Twitter at G Cavalinas. I'm on LinkedIn. Take a Google search. I'm I'm not hard to find. I'm definitely not. I'm all over the place. Uh, I definitely uh, got a bunch of upcoming projects coming up. I've been I've been really wanting to to to, to share this because like it's been something that I've been sitting on for months. I've been like foaming at the mouth, and AJ's down there <laughs> smiling. So I, I I to keep this very brief, and I don't want to give too much away. I've had all these projects and all these things, right? But there's this like mothership project that i've just that's my that's been like the big world domination run right so i talked to aj and tim a few months ago and i was watching something and i was like you know it was it was one of those like shows where they travel and they they were just having like this adventure of a life so why why are we doing something like that so like again this is where the craziness comes in i said guys i have a concept i want your idea and i you know i'd like you to be part of it and it was brilliantly titled the link states so it would be the three of us going on this 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 epic road trip adventure sitting down with technology visionaries who they really are and you know who they are outside of that you know just like what we discussed and we you know highlight cuisines in the area local you know just events going on and the event would culminate at cisco live right where like it's the biggest event and it's it's a way that nobody in this world has ever seen cisco live outside of it professionals i mean globally so started doing some stuff we've been working with a company uh screen connect uh, Joel has been amazing, and the goal is around January or maybe after to sit down, put this final sprinkles of uh, of magic on the sizzle reel, and then go uh, pre- present this to the senior vice president of Discovery. And if all goes well and it gets greenlit, then it's going to take what we do to a whole other level. Because, like I said, when I got in this community, I didn't even know about it, and now that I've been a part of it, I'm like, there's so many people here. That that and not just in IT, but like again, we've the topics we've all touched based on like the mental health and everything. And I'm like, this is so much bigger, and we should be taking this to a new level. And hopefully, this project can do that and, and give everybody opportunities that are just it's it's it, the possibilities are endless. And which again, I have other ideas for that. And that'll be more stuff coming down the pipeline. So 
Yeah, man, I, I'm super, <laughs> super excited. Yeah. I've been sitting on this for like six or more months. I'm I like, think it's more than that. I yeah, I've, I've that. been like, dude, I'm not saying a word. I haven't. I've just been doing, you know, the footwork and extra stuff. And I'm like, whenever I'm blessed to get on here, that's when I'm going to make that announcement. So, so who are you pitching this dang. idea to? Did you so say there's discovery? an event they yeah, yeah discovery, discovery plus man. because their wow. platform and they actually just did a merger with uh, Warner Media. So now it's Discovery. Like there's just so much going on in entertainment, which that's a whole new space. And I'm like not learning it to be a master of, but learning it enough to be like, okay, well, here's where I could put a footprint. Yeah. And yeah, I talked to them and and, and we've been doing stuff and put we have sizzle reels. We just have to get one more and then put all together and send it. And then, you know, the guy, our, our friend Joel has a production company. He has three lined up that he's like, I'm, I'm going to give it to them. They'll take it and they'll sit down and this is what the next steps are. Because cause pretty much you go into it like alone. You're going in there like, again, green. Like, this isn't my space. You go in there with a production company. It's like, holy shit, these guys are – all right. Well, they got a production company. They got real – okay. Well, these guys, pretty credible. Okay. And, you know, it was just – we're going to see what opportunities and we get green lit. That's it. We start there filming. The Anthony Bourdain Next. of IT. <laughs> yeah, seriously, right? Very cool. If you, if you need a cameraman, <laughs> hey, I'm just I'm just saying. Like, no, seriously, like that, like everybody. This this is, you know, and I've, I said it. We have so many different, like I don't say characters, but just big personalities in the community, right? Like the art of network engineering. Everybody on here. You got lab every day. You got all these people, and I'm like, so many people don't know about this, and they should. Oh, yeah. They should. Why don't they? Because once you see us, it's like we're the experts in this, you know? Who should be leading the charge? You don't see a lot about technology out there. You hear about it like, oh, technology plays a role. But what kind of role? Here's how. This is how we do it. So That's pretty cool, dude. Yeah. I Thank you. It. It's gonna, I can't wait. And it's, are you going to call it Nerdy John? Or <laughs> or <Nerdy John>? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, listen, Tim, Tim, Tim beautifully crafted the league state. Like I, like, I love it. That's, that it just fits. It fits. Tim Ross on over there. Kick if you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, um, wait, what's it called? The linked states. The linked, linked states. states. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Well, Gerard, this has been a ton of fun. Um, we were going to drop all of that info into the show notes. So if you want to awesome. find the links to Gerard, you can look there. We will also link back to his Faces of the Journey article. So if you missed that, you can read it or read it again. Uh, and as we make progress on the link states, you can bet we will uh, report back here and let you know. Hopefully it's a, it's a show you're popping on in uh, Discovery here in the near future. So. You see uh, our smiling faces. Finger, fingers <laughs> crossed. Uh, anyway, thanks again, Gerard. I am AJ Murray. This is the Art of Network Engineering, and we'll see you next week for another episode. See ya. Hey everyone, this is AJ. If you like what you heard today, then make sure you subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcatcher. Smash that bell icon to get notified of all of our future episodes. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Art of Net Eng. That's Art of N E T E N G. You can also find us on the web at artofnetworkengineering.com, where we post all of our show notes. You can read blog articles from the co hosts and guests, and also a lot more news and info from the networking world. Thanks for listening. <laughs>